Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to Morning Inspirations. I hope everybody's doing good out there this morning. If you are happy that God woke you up this morning and you have all of your working limbs, your eyesight to see, your ears to hear, you can hear the sound of my voice, then you're on the right track this morning. God has something left that he wants you to do. He woke me up this morning in good spirits with a song in my heart and a praise in my mouth. And all I can do is thank him this morning. So let's give God some praise real quick. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Father God. We come boldly before the throne, Father God, and we cast all our cares before you, Father God. Father God, we thank you this morning for the very breath that we're breathing right now, Jesus. We thank you for your grace and your mercy because we know that it's new every day, Father God. Father God, we thank you for keeping your arms wrapped around us and loving us, Father God, like only you can, Father God. Father God, we thank you for loving us more than we love ourselves, Father God. Father God, this morning we pray, Father God, that you continue to watch over our family and our friends and our nation, Father God. Lead us down the right direction, Father God, down the right path, oh Father God. Father God, let us not lean to all our own understandings, Father God, but let us in all our ways acknowledge you, Father God. Let us keep our eyes on the kingdom of heaven on this day. And as we go forth through this day, Father God, may we have a kind word for someone, Father God. May we plant a seed, Father God, or maybe someone will come along and water the seeds that someone else has already planted in our life, that you have already planted in our life. In Jesus' name, we pray this morning, and we give you glory, we give you honor, and we praise. Amen, everybody. Amen. So guys, let's pick up where we left off on yesterday. I've been having some technical difficulties over here. We're not going to even go into that. That is not y'all problem. But today we are going to read Proverbs verse 11 through verse 20. And it goes a little bit like this. If they stay, come with us and let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like shallow and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us and let us have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path. For their feet run to evil and they haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owner. Wisdom calls out aloud outside. She raises her voice in open squares. So we're going to stop right there, guys. What that means to me is don't follow. Don't follow. Don't be, a, don't let anyone lead you, talk you into doing anything that's not like Christ-like. That's not good for your life. Don't, don't be talked in being led down the wrong path to do something that you know that in your heart that's not right. 
Don't be greedy for gain. Because if you do for all kinds of precious things that you think that you deserve. Don't cast your lot with people. Don't plot and plan for different ways for capital gain or be anxious for anything. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. And in, in your ancient and being anxious, it calls you to make decisions that are not uh, right for your life. That is for uh, gain, for gain on just having worldly things, earthly things, and just making it not good for you. Making it not good for you. Um, So many times we want things and we go after them by any means necessary. And sometimes some of us just want possessions. We want to possess stuff just to have it, just to say that we have it. Like a hoarder. And sometimes some of us let people lead us down paths that we know in our heart that's not right. To do things that we know that's not right. Maybe hurt someone, maybe harm someone, whether it's physical or emotional. And then we look back as we take a step back after we've done all those nasty things after we've done all we could do for the capital gain and it doesn't make us feel good on the inside we end up walking in the way of somebody else instead of walking in the way that our parents raised us whether we come from a two parent home or whether we come from a one parent home we've all been taught some type of of respect. We've always been taught to work hard. All of us come from a mother, a father, or both that taught us values in life, how to work, how to make a living for our own, not to be greedy, not to be angry, not to go out there and fight and kill people for no reason. And then we get around the wrong person that doesn't have that value or can't tap into that value because they're so focused on the things of the world they start to astray from the things that was instilled in them and we can sometimes get lost and at the end of this I like the fact that it says wisdom calls out aloud outside she raises her voice in the square we all have that bit of wisdom whether we got it from our parents whether we someone else planted a seed. You hear me all the time talking about seeds being planted. Whether God planted a seed in our heart. Whether it was in church, out of church, somebody just came by. Seeing that maybe we had a rough life. And God laid it on their heart to take us up. To walk with us, to befriend us. To show us a different life. We all have somebody that can teach us wisdom we all know a spectacular story whether we've seen it on the news or in your community where someone came along and saved a kid's life that they didn't have parents to guide them the right way so we all have that wisdom it's just tapping in and it's using it for the right 
thing for your good, for the better of your life. I know when I was a younger kid, being raised with a, with a single mother that had eight kids, I was the youngest, my youngest of the girls, and my brother was the youngest of the boys. And we certainly, especially when we moved to North Carolina, not around a whole lot of friends and family, we struggled a little bit. We struggled until my mother could find her footing in North Carolina. And there was so much that I wanted because I seen the girls and the guys. And this is when jeans really got popular. And we came out of the polyester pants phase. And for my young people, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. Like there was no jeans. No, there was really no jeans. (laughs) But I wanted so badly to have the jeans and the crispy white sneakers and the rider boots and all the things that I seen that my friends had. And I couldn't get them. My mom couldn't afford $129 a pop for a pair of boots for just me in that era. And it would make me so mad. And selfishly, I would be cussing inward and couldn't understand why that she, I couldn't get the things that the other little girls got. But as I got older, I started to realize and started making my own money. I started working when I was 14, and when I started making that little $80 a week, I started to realize that things were a little bit more expensive than I really realized that they were. And that $80 a week only stretched so far, so I had to make a choice of whether I got a pair of jeans or a pair of boots and then wait to make my other $80. But in my quest for all of that, My heart wasn't right before I got that job with my mom because I was constantly upset with her for the things that I thought that she should have provided for me. With that being said, we go through life and we make bad decisions. We go through life, we make terrible decisions. Growing up in the household of eight, all of my brothers and sisters particularly my sisters, they stayed in church. Most of them stayed in church. I want to stray. I wanted to hang with the drug dealers and I wanted the money, the fast money and the fast cars. And it got me nowhere. Actually, it put me further back down if I would have stayed on the path that my parents had set before me when I graduated and went straight to college instead of waiting late in life to pick up school. I wanted to be in the club and I wanted to follow the crowd. And I wanted to be with the boys and the girls with the fly hairdos and the flashy cars and the pocket full of money. And ultimately, I thank God for his grace and mercy because I never got swept up when the local drug dealer boyfriend of mine got swept up. He always kept a covering over me. Every time anybody that I was around that was doing dirt, they always, as we used to say back in the day, got popped when I was not around because God always kept his hedge of protection around and about me. So I was always somewhere at work. And when he finally opened up my eyes by the time I turned 20 and found out I was pregnant with my own son, 
I wanted to turn my life around. I wanted to make a difference. And I finally picked up going to school, went back to hair school, worked one and two and three jobs when he made me realize that all the flashy and shiny things, I could have been behind bars, in prison, hanging with the wrong crowd and just didn't even know it. But my greed for money and flashy things and the nice cars could have landed me somewhere else. So I have this, I hope this helps someone this morning. My personal story. Tomorrow we'll pick up where we left off, verse 21 through 33, where he does start to talk about how to listen to wisdom. Be blessed in everything that you do today. I was a little bit late coming on, guys, but I have been having some technical difficulties over here. So bear with me, bear with me, but we're going to get it on track. Please and peace and blessings until tomorrow. If it be in God's will, we'll meet here again the same time at the same place tomorrow morning.